Sweet. Good. Cool. So we're going to talk about some custom capabilities here at, at Wisconsin Lighting Lab. Um, Haley's worked on uh, quite a few projects um, in the last few months where we kind of showcase um, some custom things that we can do. Um, you know, we've always been really good on the, the custom fabrication side when it comes to light poles and welding and machining and custom finishes. And what we've done um, really the last 12 months is we've started to incorporate some of the electrical and the lighting uh, side of things. And um, I don't think customers and maybe our sales partners are always fully aware of kind of the breadth of what we uh, we have to offer from that standpoint but um, just want to go through a couple recent examples and um, you kind of have that that showcases our capabilities but we did an airport job so it was one of the largest airports uh, in the U.S. and it was it was interesting how that project came to us and they were looking for really any any old area light at a certain like at a, at a low cost and I remember we talked, we're like, hey, let's take a little different approach to this. Let's actually try and solve what we felt as though was going to be the harder solution, which was the the custom fabrication, the custom light poles. And then the lighting side of it will just be almost kind of the fine print after all the, the tough the tough stuff is solved. But why don't you go through kind of the early details and kind of how, how you work that project? Yeah, so that specific airport job, um, they came to us and kind of had a general idea of what they were looking for. Um, kind of got turned away from other manufacturers of this is too custom. Um, didn't really want to take the time to, to take a look at it. Yep. Um, so they came to us and said, hey, is this something you guys can do? I think something that was super appealing to them as well was that we could do both the pole and the fixture. Yep. So getting it from one manufacturer is obviously very helpful, having it all come from one place. Um, so gathered the details of that, pulled in my my expert pole masters. Uh, Mr. Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick and, and Randy. Randy yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they helped me out a lot on this one. Um, and really, we just had a great direct line of communication with the engineer, yep. the contractor contractor on the job. All of us got together. The agent um, was great at facilitate, facilitating that. So we were able to get together and talk about exactly what the application was and what the outcome they wanted. So um, that was kind of how we, we started that project. And then it moved into the design phase. We were able to give them a conceptual drawing that was very helpful for them to look at and see um, this is what your end product is going to be. Yep. Um, from that, the conceptual photometric w available was also really helpful. So giving them all those details up front, I think, really helped sell that job. I think one of the things that's interesting is you know how all the details that are in the spec packet and how, you know, I'm not... Not not to, to sound negative, but how little of that is actually relevant to what the customer wants. So remember, you know, we you see often every single day we see these specification packets that are in some cases hundreds of pages long, and the you know what's relevant to us is in some cases like a half a page. So I think you know what we do a good job of is kind of changing the maybe the narrative a little bit where, you know. Every other manufacturer might say, okay, we're going to go through this line by line and we're going to give them our, uh, our closest equal to every specification. And what we did is we said, okay, let's, you know, we'll definitely go through that at some point to make sure that we're, you know, we're meeting the most important requirements, but let's start with a concept. Like, let's make sure that, you know, we get in touch with the right people, you know, talk to the engineer, talk to the rep and give them a concept. And um, you know, our, our design team and our engineering team you know, we've been putting together what's called a project hero card. So we'll, we'll do a, you know, we'll do a very high level design concept. And we've done a variety of these recently. And it's just a nice way 
it's uh to, to kind of get on the same page without doing you know 20 hours of work yep and we know how complicated these projects can get as yes. you continue down the process and so i think it's helpful for them to simplify it right yep. away and just say let's start here because i remember that project they we also switched from doing the traditional bullhorn to doing more of a spoke bracket look yep. um so i think that was super helpful for them to say okay yeah i like this concept let's move forward with it instead of, instead of spending 20 hours on a more detailed drawing here's an interesting question so you've been in the lighting industry for a little over a year now why do you think people think of light poles and fixtures as separate assemblies to me it's always been why you know why is it not thought of as the same the same assembly but do you, what's your kind of observation on that I think it's just uh, we're unique in, in that we're one of those manufacturers that offer both. So yeah. there's a lot of manufacturers True. that are just light poles or just uh, fixtures. But that's a great question. I'm not sure why okay. it always is the concept of um, thinking of them as separate. And that's a good segue into, so we did a couple other custom designs uh, recently. And a couple of these we can't get into too many details on because they're, they're for pretty high profile um, end users, but you know we're doing more uh, pre-assembly of the entire system at our facility. So, and we kind of, you know, we steal some of this from the sports lighting world, where you know a lot of times in sports lighting you take on more of the the whole assembly. It could be the footing, the pole, the bracket, the wiring harness, the remote power, um, the control system, and we're starting to apply some of that to some of these these uh, custom solutions. Um, but I, I guess one of those was a, a perimeter uh, security application. We worked on that a couple of weeks ago. But what was, um, you know, did that one follow a similar path to um, the, the airport one? Or what, yeah. I guess, how did that start out? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they came to me and said, Here, here's what we're looking for. Um, didn't even really have a drawing or anything, but just said, described it of what, what we're looking for. Um, this is the concept. Can you put something together? Um, they were showing that they wanted um, something where it was already attaching to the fence they have in place, the poles that are in place. So they wanted to make it more simple. And I mm -hmm. think that's kind of how this is all tying together True. is the simplicity. Make so it easy, right? Make it easy for yeah. everyone. Um, having it pre-assembled and shipping from the factory obviously makes it a lot easier for contractors and everyone involved. Mm -hmm. um, so that is definitely an appealing thing and some feedback that I got. Nice. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, that's, it's interesting because, that ability is fundamental to the way that we approach our designs where a lot of companies, when they design a new product, they, they tool up. So there's a specific tool to make a specific part and really you're locked into that design and that tool until you have paid off the tool. So if you're gonna tool up for a new area light and it's $200,000 to pay for that tool, there's this incentive to only use that one config. And we've taken more of a digital manufacturing approach where we use, um, you know, could be uh, extruded processes or sheet metal fabrication or even some 3D printing. What it allows us to do is as we get new information, could be on a custom project or could be from, you know, could be testing that we do and say, hey, we can improve that, we can improve this. You know, we can actually update, you know, update that design. So I think it's, you know, for our sales partners out there and, and our customers, you know, we we certainly are very open to custom projects. We like working on them. Like it's fun. It's, it's great to start with a high level concept and then eventually turn that into a physical product. But I really think it, in my mind, it takes a commitment from the sales partner and, and from the factory to, you know, to, to come up with a solution because otherwise there are situations where a lot of time gets spent 
but I think we've gotten a much better sense over the last you know few months for okay this you know this is a hell yes that we go after or maybe this one isn't quite in our wheelhouse but how do you kind of vet that in your own sales process yeah it's definitely the more details the better yep. so finding you know a partner that's willing to to get all of the necessary parties in yep. one room um that's I think I think that's the key yep. yeah get get the get get the engineer the contractor in some cases you know the sales professional and then on our on our end is it a light pole specific job it might be a a Nick or a Randy situation. If it's controls, it might be Tyler, Brian, or Ryan. If it's lighting, it could be Jake, could be Trent. I think that you can just accomplish so much through a five-minute conversation if the right people are talking. Yeah, exactly. Saves us time yeah. um, and, and saves kind of the the hearsay as well because yes. you know when you have the, the middle man game. yep exactly yep. Yep. so i think that 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 is the key is just having all of the the necessary parties in one room to talk about it um because that's going to get us the best results so who do you see do you see anybody else in the market uh doing this i, I know there's one name that comes up quite a bit and they were actually uh, acquired by acuity i think at some point but winona lighting so winona, winona lighting um and we, we've gotten compared to them uh, many times because they're from, from Minnesota. I'm not sure if they still operate there, but they're kind of the, the OG of taking on custom applications. But do you, it seems like in general, factories are getting away from that, like we talked. But do you see other names come up or in general, people don't want to touch these projects? Yeah, I've really seen the latter. Um, okay. It, okay. It's, it's really been um, kind of cool getting the feedback from partners of us taking the initiative to to look at something and vet it and and do our best to provide a possible solution um so yeah i really haven't seen many other names come okay. up they kind of just stick with us we'll take it yeah <laughs> all right well thank you very much yeah yeah thanks for talking yeah thank you